Okay, kids, let's oh, yeah, go. Here. That's our song. These guys are so funny. Hello. Are we going to put Metallica in there? Yeah. Thanks, Stephen Peterface and R2 Dickhead. If they, if they want us to promote Anti-exposure. People start selling the albums. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the fucking... Bullshit band. Bunch of six-year-olds uh, trying to be cool. May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day. Oh, Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron back at it again. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Witch Hunter back at it. Always, As always. Appreciate always it. Always in. Appreciate your support. Yeah, man, we're jazzed up. Metallica album came out. Mando finally did something good. It was nice in Ohio. Snowed today. <laughs> and it immediately <laughs> snowed today. We, did, we had a nice run there, honestly. It really got me uh, kind of back out. Oh, yeah. This, this past weekend was like Walking and hiking notch. and trailing and everything. So, yeah, it was nice, you know. Did a lot of yard work, picking up sticks, as it were. As it were. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of... Uh, so right behind my house is a bunch of woods, and there's a bunch of downed trees, whether it was like sickness or just dead w- shit. And it just looked terrible and all the vines and shit. So I just went back there and started ripping all the vines apart, all the sticks. One, so it looks better, and two, so shit can start growing again. Yeah. But um, once I started doing that, I got like three piles that were like six feet high, and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do with all this shit? You got to so, burn it. So, yeah, well, I have that little pit, but um, a lot of the stand sticks, there all day and just I literally cut from the twigs up. Saturday morning, there. I was 9 a.m. I started a fire yeah. and just burned all day, and I burned through about a, a pile and a half of this shit. So. You got it, you got it. When you uh, said pick up sticks, I said, I'm never going to pick up sticks again in my life because that was one of the stupid mundane things I had to do as a kid. Chores around the yard. Yeah. Actually, at DNR's house. Pick up sticks and pull weeds. Yeah. It's like this. I'll chop wood. I'll cut the grass. I'll lay mulch. Picking up sticks and pulling weeds are like the two worst things of all yeah. time. I actually despise. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> I, I do like random weeding. Like if I'm outside and like the kids run around playing, I'll just like pick random shit because it bothers me. I'm sure it's different when you're at your own house. True. Yeah. But I'm like, what's up, Shinobes? I'll hire some 11 year old, two bucks an hour. Actually, to- I got, uh, you know, there's some initiative still, some teenagers. Yeah. As I was standing outside playing with, with the, the kid, uh, a, Another kid came around on his bike and dropped off a piece of paper in the mailbox. I was like, what does he want? Fucking Jehovah's Witness wants me to join a cult. What the fuck? Mormons, dude. And uh, it was like, hey, I'm. this is who I am, and I do weeding and lawn work, and just hire me for... That's what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I'll fucking do that. Come over and pick up six, bro. <laughs> I'll give you a booster pack of Pokemon cards each day that you come over and do yard work. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he was like 16, so I don't think he's into that. Two Pokemon cards. I'll keep Two one. Two Pokemon. I'll keep one. You get the other one. I'll, I'll pay you in liquid deaths. Yeah, exactly. It's not, yeah, you get in trouble with their parents. Give my son beer. What the fuck? Where'd you get that? <laughs> we had a birthday party for uh, my daughter yesterday, and I always just stock everything up with liquid death, and all the all the family members are like, now what is this? Dude. It's a conversation we've had a million times. Yeah. Now what is this stuff? It's just water? It's like, yeah. It's just, it's on, it's right, it's on the can right there. At it's the very beginning, sparkling water. I loved explaining it, because it's a cool brand, and it's very simple, oh, but yeah. it's like like a cool metal brand and it's been like four years now now it's like what is that is that a new energy drink and i'm like it's water water. they're like 
Well, why? Spiked? Spiked, yeah. No, they're like, it's water. Dude, chill the fuck out. I was like, I, I, you don't want to know about it. You can't handle you it. You can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone asks that question more than once, I'm like, you don't deserve to drink it. Get it's out of my sight. full of cancer. Get out of my sight. So, you will die. Oh, man. So, what um, do we got, man? We got, we're still kind of reeling from some of the celebration news. We got a Mando episode that was actually good. Yeah. We could talk about that. Season finale is coming up in a day or two. Yeah, and then uh, the obvious one was Metallica, and I know we're not a music mm-hmm. podcast, but when one of our favorite bands of all time drops a new album, and it doesn't suck, it not only doesn't suck, it's very good. It's fucking great. It's very good. This was so to put it in perspective, they launched four songs prior to it was four singles. Yeah, they were like average. One of them I thought Darkness I thought was really really good kind of stripped it all down just yeah. chugging and I'm like dude this is heavy it's yeah. good it's simple it's, it's yeah it's a lot better than what I've heard interesting but the other three well outside of seven so two of them two out of the four were, were good the other two were like Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even though my, you just said the album's great my god well th- I'm just saying leading up to it I yeah, like yeah, I'm I split like the pressure's different when you put out a single versus when you put out here's the album and there's two songs that are like fine that might when be a good strategy choose though that to be the single well, yeah. I don't Think know. about that for a second, though. That might for be a them, good strategy to, to release the worst songs on the album um, as I guess, singles. Unless they're actually the worst songs, and then people are like, I don't know, buying that album. It's, yeah, but it's, it's like Star Wars. It's They're going to buy it. It actually is. That's so funny that you said that. It's like, even if I never listen to it once, I need to put it on the shelf next to the other one. I have it. It's mine. It's my, <laughs> I have it's to have it. it. I, am, I am like that with certain things. Yeah. I, um, I stayed up till midnight. Uh, the the night of the release because I just knew it was going to hit on Spotify and I was like I'm just going to fucking chug through it fanboy um, and I was borderline tears uh, I was just so happy to hear good good Metallica again yeah, I did. and the this this thing that sucks is our timing of our birth <laughs> we well, well just think of the releases that we've been coherent for I hate my birth Saint Anger Death Magnetic uh. Yeah. Whatever the last one was. I Hardwired. Hardwired. And then this one. So it's like we've had four opportunities, and three of them have been like, fuck, what the hell? Yeah. Like, Hardwired was, some of them were like, okay, I get it. But yeah. Good try. You yeah. sound old. There's like a, there's two ways I listen to Metallica. One is I listen to the full album. And the other is like, I make a playlist of like, my favorite songs from three or four albums. I was just telling Mopar, I was like, I got a load and reload playlist combined. But like, I think it's nice that I don't have to do that for this one. I've been putting, I've had the album on shuffle, on loop since Friday morning. It definitely has a, like a common theme. It's like, it's almost one of their only like concept albums. I feel like every song has a very common. They sound like they gel. Yeah. Um, Man, it's so There's no instrumental, is there? No. There's no ballad either, is there? There's like two slow songs, but there's no like ballad, ballad, like one. Slow or is like chugging. Fade to black. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, f- I'm fucking jazz, dude. I'm yeah. still listening to it on like repeat. Yep. Um, Got to learn all the songs. Got to learn the title still. That's the bad thing about streaming is like. Yeah, you never. When I'm listening to a new thing, yeah, it's like it's on shuffle. I'm just like, wait, which one was that? I keep yeah. mixing them up, but yeah. What's your favorite so far? Pick one. Uh, song. Yeah. Um. I guess you could pick two. I don't know the titles. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the title track, 72 Seasons, and I really like uh, Chasing Light. I like those two. I like the the 11-minute 
finale. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'm always into as long as it like progresses. A, a long song's fine with me. It doesn't even have to progress quickly. Like as long as it goes somewhere and yep. takes me back or whatever. Um, and then I think I think uh, shadows follow. Yeah. Or shadow follows one of the two. One of them. Um, shadow it's mo- one, they're probably their most one of their more riffy ones. Yeah. Closer to a. Hard to complain, Master dude. of puppets. No, I'm I uh, am very very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, again, somehow Metallica returned. So, but what was the difference? They it didn't fe- it didn't feel like they were making music for their fans anymore. It felt like they were making music for themselves again. It felt like no fuck. I'm just gonna write cool shit. I don't know. That's weird though, because I feel like they never. You, you feel like they've never done that. I do. Death Magnetic was definitely a scrap at like. I just feel like sometimes they just miss the mark. If yeah. you're a band and you go for 40 years and you put out 20 albums, I mean, five or six of them aren't going to be that good. Yeah. The thing that sucks do? is that like in the 90s, they released three albums. In the 2000s, they released two albums. So yeah. we're, I mean, we're getting to the point where it's. In the 2010s, it's just two albums. But yeah. they're fucking 70, dude. <laughs> That's fine. They're good. Take, the just other, take your time. The other really cool, well, I think James' voice, vocals, the entrance, the flow, him catching the rhythm is like top notch again. Th- that was yeah. one thing that really captured me. I yeah, feel definitely. like Lars wasn't overdoing it. He kind of simplified stuff because I feel in the last couple albums, he just like, let's fucking hit the snare over and over and over and over. And I'm like, all right, yeah. like, you can hit the snare. Yeah, but just ease up on it. Yeah, um, good good balance. I, I felt like his stuff was tasteful. I mean, he's obviously not the most intricate uh, drummer, but I thought uh, everything that he was doing was tasteful. And then the biggest thing was the bass was prominent yep. in like ninety percent of the songs. I was like, I can actually hear it, and yeah. it's adding to the music. I know with Metallica, it's either it's fifty fifty, bass is good or bass doesn't even exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's it. I'm, I I just got the vinyl. Um, I always love the, the the color vinyls, man. Yeah. And uh, yellow, I've said it before, is one of my least favorite colors of all time. It's but it works. It works so well with this. Yeah, it's definitely got a theme. Yeah. I don't know. I actually haven't cracked mine open yet. I just looked online and I saw that the vinyls from Target, the uh, vinyl itself is red. My um, I was listening to Ann Justice at, uh, this morning, and my vinyl's actually green, and I didn't realize it until I put it. I was like, I opened it up like and put it on. And I was green? like, well, like because on the the cover it's like white and gray, yeah. but the Metallica thing is in green. The Metallica oh, letters are in, are in green, so it like matches. And I, I opened it up, I was like, oh wait, wait, no, I know what you're talking about, like the lime green kind of. Right? It's a little darker, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I opened it up. I was like, I didn't even realize this was an exclusive or a color one. And I looked at, it, I was like, I fucking yeah, like it, man. Um, love them. I actually there was a, a, on the newest on the seventy two seasons. They had yellow, the standard black, and then there was like a, um, like a stone gray. And I kept looking oh, at, it. I was like, fuck, that looks so cool. Yeah, I want a stone gray vinyl. I don't care from what band. I just want a the, stone gray um, one. Now. The Parallax two, one of the two discs is like marble. Yeah. It's got like kind of like the marbly cracks in it. Yep. It's like a light. Yeah. Yeah, my coma ecliptic is actually like a dirt brown with like streaks of white in yeah, it, like and it's deserty. like fuck, it's so cool. All actually, now that I think of it, all of my modern vinyls are special. They all it's all colored except for. Oh man, 
except for one that I can't think of. But what do you every, think? What do you, what do you consider modern? Well, like two thousands, like albums that just came out recently. Oh, okay. Like not re- represses of like Zeppelin and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like all the BT Bam and Every Time I Die stuff that I have is all colored. Yeah, yeah. that's what you do. That's like a it's like a whole thing. I bet, I bet you like fifteen percent of people that buy vinyls from bands don't have a record player and they just buy it as a collectible. I bet yeah. you. I bet you money. Speaking of all that, Metallica uh, bought yes. their own vinyl pressing company. Oh really? Blackened. Yeah. Everything's blackened. Like I don't their know record their... label or whatever. Yeah. But they're, even their whiskey's like blackened. Well, their label company is blackened. Everything's blackened. Good. Blackened labels, black. blackened whiskey, blackened All drink black it. everything. All black everything. <laughs> That's fine. Kill death, destruction. I'm cool with it. I cool. dig it. Good job, Metallica. Good job, yeah. Good job, guys. I know Lars is, I is live with us. I support you. <laughs> even though sometimes... You like Star Wars. Well, you said that already. You like Star Wars. Sometimes I'm like, eh, whatever. And then I'm like... It's the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, as soon as someone bashes it, I'm like, "Fuck you!" Why do watch it, motherfucker? Oh man, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very. It's one of those things. Like, I, we'll slide out of this Metallica stuff, but like, I don't expect anything else out of them. So when they do launch stuff like this, it's like, dude, yeah, at this because there's not the expectation. And I think maybe that's why all of the celebration news from Star Wars got me so geeked. It's like once I got past the couple last couple years of Star Wars stuff post episode 9 I'm almost just like yeah I'm a Star Wars fan of the universe but I'm just really just along for the ride and whatever and then when they actually look like they have a plan or they kind of have some things that are interconnected in some sort of way a plan I'm like okay all right I see it let's go I'm back I'm back I'm here I'm with you guys I'll buy stock in Disney I understand yeah so that's where, we, that's where we got to. Um, anything gaming? Did you play anything? No, no. I've been. It's been heavy basketball recently because the playoffs oh, yeah, just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cavs lost their first game, so I'm upset. But it's seven game series, so we got we got a few games left. But so I that's kind of just been taking my time in the background on Saturday while I was out in Cleveland. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. It's gonna the games are gonna die off quick. There's uh, eight different series going on right now. Eight different matchups. So they're going to get cut in half here uh, probably next week-ish. Yeah. Um, so it's heavy right now. Every, who's, your, every who's your bet for the finals? <laughs> who do I think or who do I want? Uh, both. Uh, I want. Cavs, it's not going to happen. It'll be like, honestly, you know what would be really fun is like Cavs-Lakers. Um, oh, that would be fun. But who do I think? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go odd. I think it's gonna be like the, the Spurs and the Jazz. The, the Spurs are one of the worst teams in the NBA right now. I know. I'm just throwing out whatever I remember from the '90s. Actually, Rambus, I agree. I think uh, the Clippers might be a dark horse in this one, especially the way they handled yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I I think who do I think it's gonna be Clippers? The East is tough. It could be Clippers Boston, which is honestly sucks because I don't like Boston, but. Clippers are uh, that's another LA team, right? Yeah, it's kind of their their bastard team, and I don't mean that in any bad way. But the Lakers are always like, yeah, that's the the dominant dynasty team, right? Right. And the Clippers always got like second. They've never won anything, so um, it'd be cool to see them in it at least. Yeah, it's weird when cities have double teams. Yeah, who else does that? Golden State doesn't. Well, California has four teams, but LA, but the Clippers and Lakers literally play in the same arena. 
Oh, that is extra weird. Yeah, so it's extra weird. I think uh, the Clippers are getting their own arena soon, which is like Good. huge news because for the past fucking 50 years, been in the same place. Oh, they've been around that long? I thought it was like a newer... I'm so out of the fucking... The movie. Clippers? Yeah. No, they've been around. I feel like when I was into basketball, I never heard of that team. Because they were off? They've never been good. How do you keep a franchise around that long? It's it weird. They, they were, they Ask kinda, the Star Trek. Like, why? How's that? They got kind of jazzy in the late thousands, but they never really made any noise. Jazzy. Yeah, they like were in the playoffs, but they didn't do anything outside of that. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, good luck, Cleveland. Now that I live here again, yeah. I support you. Cleveland, I'm not going to lie. I don't care if anyone loves or hates Cleveland. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers team right now is super young yeah. and uh, super Promising. talented. And very promising over the next, like, five years. But they all play for... There's, like, no egos. Nice. Like, Donovan Mitchell is probably That's our good. star. Um, but he still is, like, yeah. egoless. So, good. you see a lot of attitudes across the league. If the, I'm the fucking best in the, in the league, blah, oh, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This team's just like, oh, we're playing basketball and having fun. And destroying people sometimes. <laughs> it's Hey, just we're echoing the same thing that we just said. Low expectations. I'm just going to play basketball in Cleveland. See what happens. Actually, and this is the most... Uh, I, I went to two games this year, which I, I I don't think I've ever gone to two games in one season, which I'll is ridiculous. To, I'll go to a game. I was fucking... Well, now they're expensive. Well, now it's a playoff season. Yeah, now it's a I'll go to any... Here's my thing about sports. I'll go to any sporting event. I just need someone with me that knows what they're talking about so yeah. they can kind of like... It's like, I loved the UFC when I was... Uh, I had a buddy like that I was watching it with a lot. Um, but... Yeah, I'm not going to watch by myself. Yeah. I will. <laughs> same, with, same with baseball, same with football, basketball, all of them. All the balls. All the balls, man. No, I agree. I, I understand, at least. You don't agree? Yeah, I'll watch basketball. You're the expert supposed to be I won't even watch my team. I'll watch random basketball games. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch college. I don't even like college basketball that much, but I love the game so much. Can't do it. But um, I will cool. watch Overwatch. Overwatch is good. See, you lost me already. Overwatch season four started this last week. New character, new support character. What is it? What is it? It's a support character. What is it though? It's a, a man, I guess. It's a man. Another it's a human one? man. It's a Japanese man. <laughs> human man. Uh, no, it's cool. I it's, it was good to get back in. I was waiting, just like Star Wars, for some some so new anything. thing to to pull me back in. Anything, yeah. Well, I skipped season three altogether. What is what are these seasons? I'm so far out of the loop. It's mostly uh, revolves around like competitive seasons. So it'll it'll oh, run for like okay. eight weeks. Okay. And then you try to like get as high of a rank and um, as many wins in that time frame as you can. And then they do like playoffs or something? Um for the Overwatch League there are. Yeah. For like regular play, it's just like, you know, you see how high rank you can get in that competitive season and then they take a break and then every season there's like that's when like the new maps come out, new skins, new characters, stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie, I I've always thought esports were I don't want to call it a joke, but it was like I don't know. I just didn't take it as seriously. Uh, but it definitely there's so much potential for fun. Like if you just tweak the whole game a little. Oh yeah. And it changes everything. It's intense though. I feel like <clears throat> again, I don't know enough about sports, so you could call me if this makes no sense whatsoever. But I feel like when I watch basketball, it's like Okay, I, you know, we all played basketball when we were, you know, kids and PCYB, whatever the hell. Yeah. So I know, I kind of know what's going on. The ball goes in the hoop, shit like that. But when I'm watching, even when I watch like Overwatch League, if I haven't played in a couple months, they're moving so fast. Yeah. There's so many like fucking angles, different characters, different movesets. I'm like, you have to be into it to even know what the hell's happening. 
Yeah, I think there is a little. It's so complex. I think I think there's a lot of that in simple games too, though. Like I'll watch as I'm watching basketball, I'll scream out the play two seconds before it happens because I yeah. see the back motions and stuff, and the yeah. cuts and the, and all that, and it's like, okay, this lob it now, and then like a second later. But I feel like. I don't know those plays, but I could still at least kind of tell. I could at least follow along. Yeah. But if, you're, if I'm watching like... Oh, yeah. O- Overwatch. CSGO just... or like Dota or that stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I just flabbergasted. I'm just like <laughs> getting a seizure from like all the movements. I feel it. But yeah, that's it so far. We got a little more time finally. So I guess my point Play some O-dubs. was for esports, like let's just use Overwatch for example. Like you, you, the way you could tweak a game. Okay, let me take it back to basketball. Do it. Like the introduction to, uh, of a three-point line was so monumental to the game, and now it's even even like thirty years after. Yeah. They introduced it in like nineteen. God, what was it? Like eighty? Wait, that wasn't like always a thing. No, the wow. three-point line wasn't so a thing in like the 50s, 60s, That's 70s. like baseball being like, oh, we got a home base now. Yeah. No, it's 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 That's a very so wild. And even after introducing it, it changed the game a little bit, but no yeah. one like focused on it. But now, thirty years later, people—I mean, it's so much—it's worth so much more. Right, right. Um, statistically, yep. It's so—it's worth so much more. Yeah, if it, it it makes sense. But um. <laughs> no, I know I'm following you. I know what you mean. That's the same way too. In like when there's a new character, you know, you can only have so many characters before you need to kind of add like a new mechanic or a new play style. So yeah. every time there's a new character comes out, yeah, it's just one in the whole pool, but it changes the gameplay of like everyone else. Yeah. So everyone's got to adapt, and there's shit on YouTube, and it's like you know, well, we strategies that, and like, we see that with Battlefield. We played that. If it's a uh, like a vehicle heavy yep. team, you're like, oh yep. fuck, get out your straws and your yeah, it changes. You got to change, yeah. Exactly. Throw it down yeah. your mines and let's hide in the dungeons. Yep. The dungeons. There's no dungeons. Yeah, unless you're playing locker, and then it's just man. It's. All right, Star Wars again. Ay, ay, ay. Ladies and gentlemen. So this this episode seven was like you know what borderline mediocre. It was almost good. All right, it is what forty six, forty five. Go without bitches. I just want to know how long it's going to take for us to complain about something. No, actually, what I wanted to do was one hundred percent not complain. I want to focus one hundred percent on this episode seven, and we can we can be critical, but I don't want to complain. So this, but yeah. Well, how does how does yeah how does this episode start? It was they're on Navarro. No. Uh, the spy meets Moff oh, Gideon yeah, yeah. virtually through Dude, the Skype through fucking, the probe droid. The scout, yeah, the probe droid. Yeah. Fucking badass. Yeah, First off, that's one of the high points of this whole season is seeing Coruscant. And, oh yeah, that's and like, how it really opens up. New Republic like, Coruscant is like so cool. And she's in the underworld or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, Undercity. And yeah, and then the fact that a probe droid comes down, communicates directly with Moff Tarkin, who's been like... Gideon. Or yeah, thank you. Uh, who's been... I don't even want to say teased. He's been like under-teased. Oh yeah, he's like... like in, he's di- back. In, in dialogue, they're like, hey, I think Tarlock... Tar- Jesus. Tarlock. Tarlock. <laughs> I think Tarlock's out again. Admiral Tarlock. <laughs> That's actually a decent name, so don't <laughs> pretend like it isn't. <laughs> That's one of those where you just hit Y on the character creator and just <laughs> see what like you can come up with. An evil lion in Lion King 4. Tarlock. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tarlock. Um, but yeah, the direct communication and like the emergency communication of like, uh, the Mandos are back together. You yeah, need to figure your shit they out. They fucked up the pirates, yeah. 
Um, it's good to confirm that she's really a spy. And it's... I know one of our complaints has been these uh, self-contained episodes, but it is nice, at least, we've gotten to the point where they're able to pull some of that and be like, okay, this self-contained episode... Yeah. The Mandos got back together, and now this means this for this episode. So it's like, okay, um, you know, fighting the pterodactyls was, we got somewhere with it eventually. Um, outside of that episode, at least it did, like, okay, they kind of melded the. I mean, we just, we just watched the episode, then we were done with it, so we got to the next episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. But, um, Wait, how, so how long was that? A minute and a half? <laughs> yeah, a minute and a half. That wasn't even, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just teasing. I know what you mean, though. But it's yeah. It's, so it's fully confirmed that the spy is a. She's still working for Gideon. For yeah. Gideon. And Gideon's back, and then he closes the uh, transmission. Dude, and walks in. Walks that fucking... past his clones, and then walks through like the fucking Phantom Menace red laser gates. So which I was awesome. yeah. I do have a question because I just I just realized this. Is that Shadow Council that meeting supposed to be happening on Mandalore? Is that where he is at the beginning of that episode? I think he's there, yeah, yeah. Okay. But everyone else obviously is. I didn't really, I thought just thought like that's his quarters somewhere, and then he gets well, the Mandalore. it is, and then I think we find once out. we get to the end of the episode, we realize that yeah, he's, he's been there. probably parked out on Mandalore, yeah, the whole time. And that's probably, dude, I'm, okay, I'm unlocking stuff. So no wonder, like, whispers of, uh, Mandalore's not livable, they want to make it look as barren exactly. and destroyed, because yes. that's where shit's happening still, so. Yeah, dude. That makes a lot of sense. No, I, I, I like, I like that, um. Shadow Council, though. Imperial Remnant. Is that what they called it? Yeah. I know I set, just said that, but... Yeah. Um, Dude, all the, all the Empire stuff is there. Badass. Pelion. Pelion in live action. Thrawn's right-hand man. Is that... who? Which one was that? The m- white mustachioed mm-hmm. motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. Shut the fuck, dude. I've had enough. <laughs> Weren't you scrapped by Air of the Empire? Weren't you dead? Yeah. Whatever, R2. R2 needed to explode a couple <laughs> more times. to explode. No, Grand Admiral, well, Admiral Pelion was uh, like Thrawn's number two. He was the one that was basically partnering up with that other guy and saying, we're not going to give you the reinforcements and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. And that other guy. Oh, that's right. Because Gideon was like, hey, you've been talking all this shit about uh, Thrawn. What the fuck is Thrawn? I'm Tarkin's on my mind. I don't know. (laughs) He's always on my mind. Um, you've been talking all this, these promises about Thrawn. Where the fuck is he? Like, let's see his fucking face. Yeah, patience, that's what he said. Blue bitch, patience, bitch, ba- ba- patience. Then he said, "Well, the fucking Mandos are back. So you, how about some fucking ATSDs yeah, or give something?" Me some backup, Jesus. Um, and I do like that he's he's. You can tell they're strong individually, but they're not quite one hundred percent trusting and or working together yet. Yeah. But I do like the fact that Gideon has turn the screws and be like, look, this is happening. This is what I'm doing. You need to give me some shit now because the Mandos are back and I thought I took care of this, but sorry. I have a weird hunch that Gideon might actually be one of the lower ranking people. I mean, they're all the same rank, but I feel like he might be actually one of the weaker people on the council. At least but we've been seeing him as the main villain because he's like the antagonist for the Mandos. He's the he's the fucking bloodthirsty, power thirsty guy. Yeah, I, that's it, why it I, seems I, like he's kind of like he's trying. Like, he's trying to do stuff that's outrageous to like make a name for himself. Yeah, because he doesn't have as much power as everybody else there. That's the kind of the vibe I'm getting. Which is but is there power in that man doing yeah. just crazy shit? Yeah, to an extent. Until Thrawn comes in, he's like, "You've wrecked my plans. You're gonna die." Bo-Katan, Chase Castle, bomb it, fuck it up. 
So no, it was great to see Imperial Remnant in like actually uh, like a formal council. And then we hear that they are, they've been purposely spreading like the rumor that they're all scattered and there's just like a few rogue people and a couple stormtroopers and it's all splintered. But they've been doing that on purpose. It's while crazy because almost gathered their power. Almost the same thing's been happening with the Mandos. Yeah. Scattered, There's splintered. There's a little unintentional, but yeah. Scattered, splintered, infighting. It's yep. like that's the same thing. So I'm really excited to see. I've had this question since 2015. I'm really excited to see where the Imperials stop and where the First Order takes over and how that's all going to happen. So are we assuming the First Order's being built on Mandalore? No, not on Mandalore. But it's happening. It's in the back. It's out in the secret another 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 realm yeah yeah the grundle pit and we don't know where thrawn is he could be helping with that we have no fucking idea but um well that was wet one sorry guys um that other dude is hux's dad brendel hux the other one that was that a lot uh, a lot of the reinforcements yeah approved it yeah that's hux's daddy he's a from what i hear from comics and stuff he's an asshole um yeah and they give him some praetorian guards Dude. Yes. Dude. Yes. The uh, the trooper, that's one huge upgrade. The the enemy troopers have gone from stormtroopers they, up changed. to these fucking insanos, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's one thing I loved about the clones is like throughout the Clone Wars, there was changes. They got new armor, phase one, phase two, etc. I'm just saying in general, like the enemy troops are yeah, no yeah. longer just fumbling, bumbling morons. Well, yeah, it's both. Like Death troopers trilogy and all this shit. The stormtroopers are just the stormtroopers the whole time. Yeah. I guess they had scout troopers or whatever, but still. Like there's no big change. Snow troopers. But now I feel like it's like they're constantly upgrading the shit. Yeah. Are those so the the suit that he has is like a bionic? Yeah, it's like a Beskar. It's like the Dark Trooper, but it's manned by someone instead of being a robot. I think that's actually how the um, the comics did it too. Yeah, there was four phases, and I know we've talked about this. There were, I think, there were four phases of the Dark Trooper, and the first three were just robots. Yeah. Droid, sir. Um, and then the fourth one was a manned tech, like a, a thing you wore. Yeah. Like so a, it's cool that they're like pulling style, from that. Yeah. No, he looked fucking insane. Oh, so yeah. I'm not going to complain about this, but it was weird going through and it, waiting. It's such a Star Wars thing to do, guys. We don't even know who the bad guy is until the last fucking second. And I feel like. That's my major complaint. See, that's why I did like the prequels so much because we get to see the the workings of the bad guys along with the downfall of the good guys. We get to see Maul. We get to see Sidious yeah. pull his strings and do his yeah. thing with the council and the Senate and all this shit. And then we kind of see it culminate in episode three. Right. But like in in like one of the episodes they say oh i think gideon got free yes, and then we like 3 episodes later we confirm gideon got free got, two episodes later we see and then him. two episodes later he's finally in it and it's like well yeah. sure bad move but i i would have been cool to see him doing stuff yeah hey we got you know multiple factions of mandos and no one trusts each other and they think mandalore is haunted and they really need to band together and you know reunite and retake their homeworld 
what could we have as part of the plot that you know forces them to come together under yeah. a common enemy? Oh, I don't know. Moff Gideon, who's trying to steal their entire culture and all of their <laughs> fucking armory. What was the, th- like, the, oh. the three examples that he used? <laughs> like the fall of this gave us this. The fall of this gave us this. Uh, I think he said clones, Jedi, and Mandalorians. Mandos. Clones, Jedi, Mandos. Dude, yeah. it's so cool. It's con- he's com- trying to combine all of them. Yeah, he's, t- he's taking the best of what they had and destroying everything else. Yeah. It's so fucking it's cool. brutal. No, it's very brutal. And I love that. I mean, obviously, it's like it's sad, but it's perfect for the character. But yeah, he's like a, a true bad guy. I I, yeah. I I have so much appreciation for what Gideon has become because he's been the, the carry through bad guy from season one. Yep. He had the fucking dark saber. Like he has been the one true line. But he's that's what that was my one culture, complaint. Yeah. Like I want to s- still see him, and the fact yeah, that he just kind of disappeared. It's a big mistake to not bring him in in like episode one or two like finale of like the very last scene of episode one of the season we discover that he escaped and like that pilot finds the shuttle and sees like the best car alloy like that is how you end the first episode and kind of like trail him throughout picture this though nope. you start the first episode Gideon council no no Gideon's in the cell on the ship that too and the ship goes dark and, and you just hear a bunch of deaths, yep. and you see him walk out yep. or something like that. And then that's how it kicks it off. Yep. So he's free. And that's in the back of your head the whole fucking time. So they don't have to say out loud, Gideon got or it was escaped. <laughs> Gideon, Gideon. Gideon. I'm like, dude, can we just see it? And then we know. Yeah. And then it's still in the back of our head. Where is he? What do you go? Where did what happen? Yeah, I. And then they could slowly explain it. It's not like it's a surprise bad guy. Right. Like if it if the bad guy doesn't show up until the last episode and it was a total shock or like a twist or whatever, that I understand. But when it comes to Gideon, who we've already established is like against the Mandos and stealing their shit, and they say in like the first or second episode, like he escaped his prison transport or his prison transport never arrived. I can't remember what they say. And then they just drop it until episode six or seven. It's like, come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, I'm still reeling from my idea. Like you, not only does it plant the seeds of Gideon's plot, but then it plants the seeds of because you could like show little flashes of these random troopers that broke them out. Then you're like, yeah, where the fuck are those things from? Yeah, and then you start reeling because then you and then when we see the undercover chick on Coruscant, we start making those connections early. Like, ah, she might be in in on it. Yeah. But instead, we just got to We're completely blind until she makes direct. I don't know. It's just it's a, a different no, flow. You. It's a different process that I would have preferred. But I'm um, with you. All stuff, all territory we could have explored instead of episode six, which was total weird side yeah, tangent. At this point, because I was writing down kind of the highlights of this season so far, and honestly, one of them was like the the mythical beasts that we've seen. They've all been really cool. It's just how they've been used has been kind of lackluster to me. Um, like in this one? Yeah. What well, What was the beast in this one? They're riding on that skiff, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, the giant b- fucking dragon just pops out of the ground. Is that and... supposed to be a mythosaur? No. Okay. It's just another also giant random beast. That's like the fifth time it's happened. Yeah. Season. Well, yeah, that's how the whole series starts. It's like... With the ice, the ice thing that comes out. Yeah. After the bar fight. Well, yeah. That's the very first thing that we see. Yeah, Kray Dragon. That big walrus thing. 
the weird Java mudhorn thing. Yeah, there's been a lot of random creatures that pop out and threaten the, the main character. The, the beasts themselves have been cool as fuck. Yeah, but it's just overused. They, it's it's I I don't even want to say overused. I think the, how they're used because I think it could be really cool. But no, I agree. I think well, if like I honestly thought if it was, it was the mythosaur that cracked out of the thing and then like they. I don't know. I really don't want to see somebody ride it, but no. In the back of my head, I thought when that oh, when that cool. started happening, I was like, "Oh my god, is this a fucking mythosaur coming out?" And I thought the first thing, Bo-Katan or someone's gonna be like, "Oh fuck, a mythosaur! It's fucking real." We're gonna ride it, and it's gonna like meld them even closer. Yeah, because half the people on that skiff still didn't believe in the mythosaur. So yeah. I thought, like, dude, it's fucking true. I thought, yes, what yeah. a cool badass. And then it just kind of like happened, and then they all just went their own way. And I'm like, oh well. First of all, they walked into a cave and went 10 feet in and like, we're safe. Right. The fucking thing came out of the crust of the fucking Mandalore. What are you doing? Run. Living in the, yeah, it's living in the core of the planet, dude. You better run. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of characters stating the exposition, which bothers me yep. always in everything. I don't I just feel like the Mandalorians coming together early in the season, realizing that Gideon is a threat. And he threatens them, and they have to band together to do something about it. I feel like that'd just be more natural and more rewarding than, like, oh, they're all at odds, and then Bo-Katan has to stand up and give a speech. They're like, you know, when I was a fucking royal, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they go out on the planet, and they're a little iffy, and then she has to stand up on the skiff and give a speech again. It's just, it's a lot of the... Uh, the, the I don't know. My biggest complaint about yeah. this last episode, yeah. and it's actually tying into the one before... They went out of their way to get this other group of Mandos yes. exclaiming, hey, we found a new home planet, right. Navarro. We got to go, go there. Mandalore. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I thought, because I thought in my back of my head, I was like, dude, this is cool. Like an, a, a fresh start on like a friendly planet that you have allies that you just helped well, save I with the pirates. And it, then you're just like, yeah, no, we're out. And it's it like, might Whoa. still be that because... Mandalore's just gonna get fucked. Gideon is has a base there on yeah. Mandalore. So you but, think they're gonna retreat? Maybe, possibly back to Navarro. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, dude. <laughs> it sounded louder to you than it did in the mic. Hopefully, sorry guys. Good, 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 good. Um, who do we think is gonna show up to rescue everybody in the last Luke. episode? No. <laughs> well, I'm, pick again. Ahsoka. No. Try again. The answer is Ahsoka. Yeah, maybe. Listen, Ahsoka is not really. I know. With She's I know. Waiting until Disney tries to be clever, on them. But they're not that clever. The next fucking thing. I was launching, still going for like Boba Fett. The next thing launching is Ahsoka. Let's not pretend like they're not going to fucking cash in on on the Mando season three Ahsoka action figure. Well, no, I'd say Boba rescues them, and then uh, Ahsoka post credit scene. That's what they did last time. That might make more sense. I feel like someone's got to come help him out, though. The other... Yeah. I don't know, man, because I... Th- the, the, it's all leading to Thrawn, and I... Yeah, eventually. Do you think it, they, they'll they leave it that open? Like, they'll... Some type of... Gideon death... Gideon something... And they're just gonna, not going to do Thrawn at all? I don't all? think they're going to do him yet. I, we got... Is there a season four confirmed? Not confirmed, but I'm sure it'll I've heard keep, the opposite. I'm sure it'll keep coming out until Filoni's movie comes out. 
Filoni's movie is supposed to wrap up the whole Mandoverse. I hate that term, but I'm sure we'll get one, if not two more seasons before that movie actually comes out. So I've heard the opposite. I, 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 I googled uh, Mando season four, and everything that popped up was like canceled, confirmed, canceled, like unconfirmed, canceled. Like it, they weren't planning on doing it. I think they just like the fact that it's not confirmed at the release date doesn't mean it's canceled. True, but some of this stuff was like posted in 2019 that they're like, oh, that we're really? only going three seasons, and then I looked at the next thing, huh. and it was like. April of this year, and I'm like, "Fuck, that was two weeks ago." That's weird. So it's probably it, well, there it were doesn't supposed hold to be water, a couple so. more shows that ended up getting canceled. There was like Rangers of the Republic, or yeah, there's a couple other ones that yeah. completely just disappeared. Yeah, well, cancellations, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know how it goes. Actually, uh, speaking of non-cancellations, uh, Jedi Survivor is what like days away. Uh, it's Friday or next Friday. I should pre-order this shit. Uh, guys got let's see. I got everything in my calendar. It's next Friday, the 28th. Yep. And Return of the Jedi is back in theaters. Return of the Jedi is back in theaters. Next Friday. 20, or 40th anniversary. Fuck. We going next Friday? Uh, yeah. And then also, you know, if this was uh, 2010, we could go see it and then go to GameStop and get Jedi Survivor, but everything's digital now. Takes all the fanfare out of it, you know. Crying, um, weeping. I'm weeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say? Imperial uh, Remnant Shadow Council is awesome. That's one of the coolest that was things a I've ever seen. Huge highlight. The surprise, at least it was a surprise to me because I'm an idiot. The surprise manufacturing base on Mandalore. Oh, surprise! Was too. one of the coolest things I've ever. Yep. I thought as soon as they started running away, I was like. Wait a second. Yeah, I saw those lights. I was like, oh, God. Where I, I've seen these tunnels before. <laughs> yes, exactly. But the, it was nice. Um, God, and it, I, the, the trap was okay. I, 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 was, I was okay with it. I didn't think it was... It felt like very Ray Shields. Like, oh, totally Ray Shields. them in the room, and it was like... Yeah. And you're like, all right. Yeah, very, very fine, much Ray Shields. Fine. Um, but at the end, Mando gets taken. Yeah, he's captured, dude. And then the big dude gets killed in a fucking badassery. Paz Vizsla takes everybody out, and then the Praetorian guards walk out like, "Not today, dude. Not today. I know. You know, good luck, dude. <laughs> they are awesome. I've liked them since Last Jedi came out. So it's good to see them against. I mean, they obviously met their match against like Kylo Ren. Like he, he'll fuck them up. But when they're facing like a regular soldier yeah. or a man, even like a really great Mandalorian. Dude, they're next level. Yeah, I was hope I'm, I was borderline hoping he took one of them out, just to be like, after he like all these normal troopers. 60 troopers. I know, but all these normal troopers. I, I mean, advanced troopers, but they are still troopers. Yeah, I'm a fucking Mando. I'm taking all you guys out. It may be yeah. hard because there's a lot of you. Yeah. I was hoping he took one of them out, and then the other two were like, "Not okay. This is it. Fuck you. You took Terry out. They were fucking efficient. Done. Like, oh yeah, it was just like murderers. swing, swing, death, death, stab. Yeah, yeah." They stabbed him after he died. Got to stab him a couple extra times, dude. In Star Wars, you never know who's coming back. I was back. happy with it, though. I was yes. like, dude, this is... That That felt like a Game of Thrones death. Yeah. Because yeah. they were just like, stab. Nope, nope. Everyone else get just a stab double, in. Double check your stabs, everybody. Uh, everybody look. At, double stabs today. Double stabs today. <laughs> Fucking stabs on happy hour. Praetorian guards, man. It, it, it was, it, I agree. So it's nice. just to reiterate, 
the advanced troopers, the variety of troopers, ever since Disney has taken the helm. Yeah. And we start with like shore troopers and death troopers. And it's like, dude, they just named this thing a fucking death trooper. And you can't even understand what the fuck they're saying. Yep. Badass. And then we gotten all the way to the dark Dark troopers. troopers. And they canonized the dark troopers. But the, the Jedi, um, not Jedi survivor. What's the first one? Fallen order. Fallen order. Oh yeah, the purge troopers. All of the troopers in that fucking game were cool as shit. The purge Purge trooper was awesome. Every trooper in that fucking game, I was like, dude, yes, more of all of this. Yes. Even the even the uh um K2SO droids. Yep. Fighting those, I was like, yep, more of that. Yes. Those things are fucking savage. Exactly. Uh they've done they've just knocked it out of the park. Oh, the other thing I wanted to to praise about this new uh, episode and a little bit of the last was the actual Mandalorian fleet. Yes. Holy shit, that Star Destroyer? I don't know what they're called back when they're, they're cloner. Equivalent. Still, I think they stole it from the Empire. It's just, yeah. Some sort of Star Destroyer. But when you see that Mythosaur paint on the bottom of it, yep. I was, was like, nice. that yes. Was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Yep. If, if you're on, like, just I'm just picturing the like, fact I was some schlummy on a planet. And I see this thing coming in from afar. I'm Dude, like, you are slummy on the planet. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Very valid point. Slummies on a planet. <laughs> we are slummies on a planet. Um, yes, it was. But beautiful. if I saw that coming, I would shit myself. Yeah. And then because I would think, oh shit, Empire or some shit. And then as it gets closer, you realize, oh no, it's a oh, fucking it's stolen savage thing. Yeah. It that, was a very was nice. very similar thing to that random village episode with the ATST. Like you see, and you're like, oh fucking Empire. And right. then it oh, walks no, towards like, stole it, yeah. oh goddamn graffiti all over this bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Um, what do you think of the uh, Grogu Mac IG Eleven thing? Um, you know, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. That's that's where I'm gonna leave it. Dude, it, it was so. I gotta say, childish. I know what you're gonna say. Go I ahead. gotta say, when they when they walked up with little Babu Freak in there, you could hear my eyes rolling. <laughs> I was like, please, the fuck are you doing? And then Baby Yoda gets in, and I was like, no, they did not do that. And then he starts hitting the buttons. Yes, no, yes. And I was, I, I was perfect. I instantly, oh, you were good. I instantly loved it. Yeah. Because the comedic part of it kid, adds, it's like, yeah. oh, that's 100%. Kid gets her favorite toy, pushes the button nonstop. Yes, 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 yes. yes. All the way through the... the- they went outside. They walked down yes. the streets. Yes. No, it was, yes. it was hilarious. Yes. I, I fell in love with it as soon as Grogu got into it. And it's cool to see how excited he was. It's like, oh, I can talk with you guys now. Yeah. And like, I can move around and I don't have to like I can, I have can Luke Skywalker fight. like hop me with the force. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were going to give him a gun. Um, He literally just basically got legs because it's, it's just a suit. So uh, let me ask you. Maybe what, he will come in blazing and say, I have a dumb Jared. question. I have a dumb question. Outside of the comedic relief, which I, I agree. Yes. What's the fucking point? He can walk at a normal pace. He can float, dude. He can. He floats in a fucking shielded shell. That's why true. would you change that? Because it's Star Wars. That's why I. I was assuming. <laughs> I was assuming they were gonna give him a gun so he would like. Maybe they will. Even in a random like, oh, he shoots one guy randomly and he falls off a fucking cliff and you're like, okay. Well, he's super strong now because he's in the droid suit. He did break up the fight. Little Mando duel. Okay, you're right. So they did, they did. They I forgot about that. I chewed yeah. at that a little bit. And that was nice. Yeah. Mandos are fucking brawling it out, and then a little baby breaks him up. 
You can't argue with that, dude. Fuck all your culture. I would have punched the baby. Baby Brooke. <laughs> throw him off the side. Give him to the Mythosaur. So the other, the other uh, really deep thing, so we're jumping a little bit, was the Bo-Katan um, confession. Oh, where yeah. she told everybody, she's like, where everybody's like, oh, they came in and raped us and took all our shit and blah, blah. She's like, like no, I unfortunately, I had up my hand in that and I fucked, I, I had my hand in your rape <laughs> Get it out of there. Um, <laughs> I had my hand up in that, dude. <laughs> um, it was, I thought, I, I honestly was not expecting it. Maybe oh. that's something that I should have known. Uh, like from Rebels or something, that I, or Clone Wars, but I didn't realize that's how it went down. I don't think that she literally did. just kind of gave up in hopes of saving some lives, and Gideon yeah. was like, "No, nope, thank you. Yeah. You're all fucked now." Well, it helps explain the hatred, but it still—they forgave her pretty quickly. They're like, "I get it. All right, let's move that on." That makes sense. Yeah, but it, again, if we had more of Gideon trolling them throughout the season yeah, and being cruel and evil then it would make them forgiving her make a little more sense Yeah, the fact that it happened so quick no I agree and again it's just like why Bo why do you hate Gideon so much well let me explain what happened off screen that you guys never saw and then that's it that's all you get I don't know I feel like the demonstration of someone's pain or treachery or whatever is just m- much more impactful than saying what happened. Well, especially a, 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 a fractured group like that, if they all have a common enemy that they've all like, that we've all seen be tortured one way or another. Yeah. But if we saw those torturing sprinkled throughout the season. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I know. I completely like agree. Like if Gideon was back and he captured one of them. Yeah. And it wasn't Din and they he didn't make it out of there like Kylo was torturing people. Well, just think how we felt about what's his face uh the 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 clone that was taken and they cut off his arm and they were torturing him. God, that was in the clone? Or was that Bad Batch? What Did they went and maybe it was Bad Batch. But they went was? in and broke a clone out because they were using his mind. To, oh, yeah, yeah, that was Bad Batch. To uh it was Fives, wasn't it? They yeah, like but the, oh, oh, the, the, droid. Droid, the droid army was using his military mind. To control the droids or something? No, no, no. To anticipate the clone's movements. Yeah, something, something along those lines. So they went in and broke him out. But think about that. Like, if they if they found... Yeah. Dude, what if he stole a fucking youngling? Right. Or a foundling? Yes. And was and then they, they, they find out about it some which way or another. And they Not go Grogu in and, again. And God. they go in and break this found, foundling out. And, and then they can use this kid... And be like, look what he fucking did. Yeah. I don't care what if you're wearing a mask or not, yeah. we're going to fuck this dude up. Yes. Cause that seems like the one common thing. Like the foundling, you don't fuck with the foundlings. I don't care if exactly. you become a, a cult leader in in the Mandalorians or just some That's why when Grogu breaks up the fight, it's like you know one can say anything. Yeah, what you Yeah. So I mean, again, overall it's positive. I gotta say my favorite stuff in this was like all the Imperial stuff though. Like them all banding together and going to Mandalore was very nice, um, but yeah, just purely seeing the council, seeing Pelion on screen for the first time, and the Praetorians and the base on Mandalore was fucking awesome. How did you? Before I, t- I tell you how I felt, how did you feel about that like skiff thing that they were? I thought it made total sense. So they find something like that when they bump into uh, Captain Rex in Rebels. Yeah, he's yeah, got a couple a other point, clones, yeah. and he's in like some. 
decrepit ATTE that they just re- retrofit. Yeah, yeah. So it made sense. But now here, I'll get to the main like. Felt like a pirate ship too, though. Yeah, it did. But I'll get to the main question that's going around the subreddit and theory waiting for the finale. The title of the episode is The Spies. So people are wondering, like, who is the spy? Obviously, we know that that Imperial girl on Coruscant's a spy. But, like, someone... It feels like they kind of got led into the Imperial base to get captured. Well, right. So were those dudes on the skiff working for Gideon? Oh. And then... Here's the real real twist. The armor takes the injured people and goes back to the ship and pieces out. The armor and is a spy. to thicken the plot, armor, I think, used to be in Death Watch, who followed Maul. So she right, has horns, horns yeah. on her helmet. But Gideon's suit has horns on his helmet, too. Yeah. I'm the spy. Waiting for that line. Right here, uh, Rambus says, is the armor going to turn on the Mandos? Heard a few theories. Well, yeah. if she's the spy, then she already turned on him. <sighs> yeah, I mean, all she's been talking about is, like, we need to get the fuck back to Mandalore. Also, I just kind of remembered that Din Jaren was already at Mandalore. Yeah. And he just didn't come across anything. Well, he was in He was down area. in the fucking depths in the... Dude, he was at the forge. He, he was at, to the bath. Which was under the main forge. Isn't that right where they fucking were? How did they not see any of these people? Uh, no, he's in the mines. Where oh. they get the raw material, which is what not the in the foundry where they right? craft everything. That's the whole point. Foundry is different, I guess, right? I don't know. You get the raw material from the cave, and then you bring it into the city. I like the idea that the know. armor is a plant from the for the empire yes. or the whatever you want to call it now. Yes. I wish. Better bust your helmet out. We got to see who the fuck it is. Are you? Are you? Are you? Upset at all that there wasn't any seeds planted, like any type of hints? Are you are you happy with it just being like, oh, she could be a spy? They don't even plant a seed in this one, really. No, this is all fan theorizations. I don't know. I have to see how it plays out. I'm not flustered about it either way. See, I'm always I like one of the biggest reasons I I like Star Wars is the pulled through theories, like. This happened. Okay. Well, from there, we could go here, 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 here. But when nothing happens, and I, right. don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, nothing's happened with the armor that gives us any right. suspicion. Like, even, like, with the spy that we saw in Coruscant. Like, we immediately were like, oh, dude, is she good or bad? Or, like, I love I she, love that. If she hadn't had that call with Gideon, we and still the season yeah. ended, it would be like, what? why? Was yeah. She, why? There was no point. It needed to resolve somewhere. I mean, some things are obvious because it just is like, it makes too much sense that it just should happen. Well, I'm just, I'm, I feel like you could plant some seeds, like, you could plant some seeds that make us question the armor's motives. Right. Along the way, but still be like, no, she's clearly, like, good, but still have that in the back of your head. So when it does happen, you're like, fuck. Yeah. I can't believe they went that, they did it, or they, they pulled a... Maybe her... Very eagerly bringing Bo-Katan into the cult was a little as soon as yeah she questionable. She, you know what? You're you're not because everyone wrong. else was like I don't know about her. She takes her helmet off and well, that was like she's in. Yeah, she was in the water. Because she's, she's the one that they've been looking for the whole fucking time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the other thing is she's been looking for the dark saber is probably the number one key. 
if the armor is truly double crossing everybody, the dark saber's key. Doesn't seem especially like she just think, wants it though. But Gideon does. Right. So if she's working for Gideon, hey, put this fucking helmet on, go over there, find the dark saber, become. I feel like she has to be an actual Mandalorian though. How do they know? She's. Yeah, she knows too much. She also makes shit up. Didn't she lie? To Din Jaren? Wasn't wasn't there in season two or I'm sorry, not season two. Book of Book of She cause she starts making these claims and I think even Star Wars fans were like, I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate. I don't know if that's a real thing. Dude, she could have been lying the whole fucking time. I like that idea. Yeah, At yeah. least it's it's some type of We just didn't have any yeah, we didn't have any drips, like you said. But that's yeah, again. I like those Depends drips. Depends on how they wrap it up. There could be they could call attention to something that was like very under the radar, but once you realize, then it's like, oh, okay, now I get it. There's Which, no, those are kind of the best twists, at the, actually, at the end of the day. Sometimes. I prefer the stringing along. The obvious ones? I don't want to call them obvious, know, but the, the options. Dude. I like having options along the way, like yeah. this person could be this, this, or this, which means this, this, and this, instead of yep. Nothing. this is who they are, and then seven episodes later, all of a sudden, they're now there not. Well, it's fine. It's a spy. Right. I'm a spy. You know, like Hux in episode nine. See how badly that turned out? That's my point. Like, there was nothing. No indication. Zero percent. Well, he was Hitler in episode seven. And I guess he hated. Nine? He was yeah. really disgruntled about Kylo. But still, whatever. Have him killed. He was. And run the fucking empire. He was. He betrayed the whole first order. I know. That's which true. makes no sense. No, it doesn't. The First Order still makes no sense. I'm very eager to see that. I'm looking forward to that. Well, obviously, the the Imperial Remnant's going to become the First Order in one way or another. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Maybe they're going to do it out. Gideon and Thrawn are going to be so fucking dick hard about making these Force clones that they're accidentally going to make one. His name's going to be Snoke, and they're, they're not going to be able to control him because it's a fucking clone of Palpy, even, even a failed clone. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, what did we do? Yeah, Dude, that's... Can you see the power struggle there, though? Like, if they make a clone, Snoke, be- and Snoke, Snoke becomes a thing, and they're like, f- and Thrawn's like, fuck, yeah. what did we do? Yeah. That- even even if, okay, so I, I'm, I'm tying this all together. The whole Fire point the whole point is to bring Poppy back. That's where we're going. Unfortunately. Thrawn is there to do th- just that. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to control things. What if it was inevitable? It was that Thanos thing that... Okay, we're going to bring Palpy back. Here he is. Oh, fuck, it's a Snoke. Mm-hmm. Snoke, being a failed Palpy, kills off the rest of them and still continues the fucking thing and creates yeah. a true Palpy. Like, it's inevitable. It's yeah. going to happen. At yeah, this you point. need and you need him to get to that next step. But it was supposed to be Thrawn makes Palpy end of game. Correct. But instead, it was a bump in the road with Snoke, and it still happened anyways. Yeah. And I little, like that, like, Terminator. Of first order. That Terminator effect. You're never going to... Correct. It, it's going to happen. Saving grace for the third Terminator movie being actually kind of bad. I or kind of good. I actually like the third one. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was hated on, but it's like, plot-wise, pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I'm, the one I'm that she ends up, that. And ends up in the, like, Sierra Nevada bunker. Yeah. And her dad. She was the one. Her dad starts Skynet. And she's he there. He works for the Air Force. He started Skynet. Like, they fight those crazy-ass, like, robots. She, she, she's there with... Oh, she's... John pregnant, Connor. Doesn't she? They, um... I don't know if she gets pregnant. I don't think so. Well, why would they... 
But they, John Connor's in there with I think, her. I think Arnold's... <laughs> we just jumped somewhere. I think Arnold is programmed to take them to the base, and they think that they're going to... Kill Skynet. Stop there. Skynet from uh, launching all the nukes. And they get there, and they realize it's like a decrepit base from like the Cold yeah. War. Yeah. And they're like, it's going to happen. You just have to hide out and survive it and then help rebuild. Which was fucking sweet. That's one of the coolest. When they get things. there and there's cobwebs all over the equipment, I was dude, like, "Oh, stop it, stop dude. it!" That's a cool ass fucking movie. Yes, yes. I just is. the only uh, a weird part of that movie that I remember is Arnold walking out with the coffin. They're in like a fucking cemetery. He's oh, walking that's the out. Best part, dude. He's just murdering everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Arnold carrying something and shooting people. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, Snoke. Back to Star Wars for a second. Snoke. The ongoing question for me since we saw him is like, is it Palpatine's essence in the wrong body or is it a version of Palpatine that didn't work and then a later version when it actually did work, now Palpatine is like controlling him and telling him what to do? I still don't know which one it is. The real question is, does Gideon just have palpy jizz in tubes? Well, I don't know if he's trying to do Palpatine stuff. Is I, think he's, frozen I think he's trying to use the clone stuff for his own Oh, absolutely. forces. Absolutely. So he doesn't have anything with Palpatine. I think he has so do you think, like Grogu's blood and like some other clone stuff. Is this what you, what you just said? Is, there, is, is Palpatine's essence attached to someone right now? Well, yeah, that's what we don't... I don't know if we know that. Like, right after Return of the Jedi, because... You see it kind of in, whatever. Um, I don't know if it's Dark Empire, if it's Air of the Empire, whatever, but like... Dark Empire, yeah. He goes right into one of his clones that was already prepared, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's what happened in this new canon version or if he's like Voldemort and Sauron where he's just kind of like floating around until he latches onto something. I'm sure they'll Which, explain actually, it. Actually, the fact that I just mentioned Voldemort and Sauron, it makes me hate it less because I feel like that's been a trend in a lot of fantasy stuff before. I'm okay with it. And it doesn't even have to be attached to a person. Because what Disney's done is you can attach stuff to objects. Yeah, yeah. So it could be a f- the fucking dark saber. His underwear. <gasps> the dark saber. What if I'm saying Palpy's essence yeah. could be trapped in something? Something as cool as the dark saber. Yeah. How when did he have the dark saber though? Well, Maul had it. At some point, all I'm saying is that it doesn't have to be the dark yeah, saber. Yeah, something but like the dark saber. I don't know how that would have. Because why would Gideon be obsessed with His dark saber? Is attached to a tie interceptor. Fine with that, actually. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not. I, are you I'm, are you mad the Millennium Falcon never got blown up? Yes. The fucking Razor Crest got blown up. That was one of the. I you won you won me over with that because I as soon as I saw I was like. Eh, that looks kind of dopey. And then by the time they blew it up, I was like, fuck, I, 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 I like that ship now. If episode 10 starts and Ray lands on something in the Falcon, you would be so mad. You'd walk out of the theater. <laughs> so mad. Chewie shows up. There's porgs everywhere. Fucking BB-8. Get out of here. You know that's what's going to happen. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm excited for episode 10. This, it's such a fresh start. I'm so excited for what they're going to do with the Jedi. Oh, sorry, man. I was just... Stop act, acting a fool. Just look, ah. just look above you and remember, Luke's Luke's got your back. Force, Visine, please kiss my sister. <laughs> Force, Visine. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of potential there. I am very excited to see 
all of the pure remnant and first order stuff come together. Where did I've, the- been, I've been really waiting for that. They really fucking glossed over that hard in Force Awakens, which I guess is fine because if you think about the original trilogy, it just starts. It's like the Empire sucks. That's just what it is, and then they fill everything else in later. So, do you think I they're fine? Do you think they're they're? Yes, I do think throwing that. us for a fool. Like what? Are they so slow playing this? Yes. So what I'm saying is, they did seven, eight, nine. Yes. First order. All our questions are brought up about first order, Snoke, and all this shit. Yes. And we know that they're gonna kind of build up into it with all these series, but I didn't think it was going to be to the extent and to the length of what we've gotten so far so we've got three seasons of mando and it's like all right we've got the mandalorians together that's that's what's happened in three fucking seasons yep. and, and grogu grogu was probably the big bombshell yeah and gideon and the clone but like the, the the real long thing i mean like i said we're getting to we're starting here and where we're ending is palpatine yeah palpatine returning that's, well, yeah, that's kind of the get, end game. We're gonna bump up to episode seven. But my God, we are crawling at this at the starting line. I'm fine with that. And but my my point is, I think it could pay off if if that's the true oh, motive. Pay off. I mean, that's the whole reason Infinity War and Endgame were so huge. Yeah. Tr- true, but they, those movies were good too. <laughs> I don't mean I. You know what I mean. All no, the movies leading no, up had their like, own. You watch all the Marvel movies. Obviously, there's a couple duds along the way. But by the time you get to Infinity War and Endgame, it's like... Does that's it. Man, that's just like everything. But they did it backwards again. So they did Infinity War and Endgame. And now we're watching Iron Man 1. What is what Disney's doing. So with, with this whole storyline. So we've seen Palpatine return and he him get fucking killed. Oh, so yeah. So now we're back pedaling and explaining it. Yeah, because they were like, do the sequels and then uh, what's the temperature in the air? What do fans want? And then we just did that. Rambus thinks uh, Thrawn's showing up in the, in the finale. I think if he doesn't, regardless of if... I'm okay I, I with it. So. You, I'm, I'm yeah. okay with him not showing up in the actual finale, but as like a, a post credits. Cre- yeah, absolutely. I think because or Ahsoka at least something yeah. directly involved with Thrawn. I think because they showed him what he looks like on screen at celebration behind closed doors. You have to. I think now, it, the, and it's leaked. I think now. Well, I think they, that was obviously already the plan that he was going to show up here in the finale. You know what I really want. Regardless of what happens on Wednesday, I want them to uh, publish the Acolyte trailer. That's what I want. The 40 seconds that I saw were juicy. And I want to see it in HD. The whole thing. I will say... Give it to me now. The Mandalorians outside of KOTOR, I was never the biggest fan of. They are really very slowly winning me over. I do like their culture, but I just haven't seen... I haven't seen the badassery. Like, there's always stories about it. Them riding mythosaurs, that's badass. You see, both had do badass things, but he's, like, borderline not a Mando, so I want to see the culture. And I do... And I'm finally kind of getting a taste of, like, I get it. Honor. It's very, like, Spartan. Yeah. Like, we're brothers. Yee-haw. Is that what they say? Yeah, (laughs) yee-haw. I guess because Boba and Jango were bounty hunters, the vibe that I always got was like, they're not only are they badass warriors, they're like savages. Like they will murder your entire family. 
And now whatever Clone Wars and Rebels has established, it feels a lot more like they're the good guys and they have some violent tendencies. Well, what we've seen is the outliers. Boba Fett and, and I mean, they're they're murderers. They're absolute murderers. For, but that isn't, that's the exception. The rule The rule is I Din Jaren. I don't like the rule. So what we're doing well, is... Din was a savage, bloodthirsty yeah, bastard, but he, He's clearly learning. Only because of Grogu. Um, you can see, do you have a kid and you'd settle down? Unless you're Jango Fett, you teach your kid to kill people. <laughs> I'm hey, okay with that, dude. That's make why he's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think what they've done is dialed back um, our expectations of Mandalorians. At least have built them in a different way. I, I agree. Yeah. Everything was like Bounty Hunters Guild right. and just feared murderers, killers. And now we look at them and it's like... No, dude. They like shake hands and fight every once in a while, but they are very honorable. Can't soup together. I, I don't know. I'm trying to like a real, real world situation. Like they're not evil. Correct. They're just badasses that you don't want to. They're just badasses that you don't want to double cross. Yeah, yeah. But like, if I, I landed on Mandalore as a non-Mandalorian, everyone's going to give me dirty looks, but they're not just going to fucking murder me. Yeah, I'm trying to relate it to something. It's like Game of Thrones, if you hear all these stories about the Dothraki and then you meet one and then you sit down and you realize that they're actually like reasonable people. Yeah. It's like, no. Very honorable. Cut your throat and rape your children. Yeah. It's not good. Not cool. Sometimes it's cool. And that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of the picture I always had about Mandalorians. It was like, yeah, you don't mess with them, dude. Don't even look at them. And then, yeah. You can't tell under the helmet if they're looking at you or not. Just walk away. Just walk away. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm Lord Kerner would want to be a man though, so he could just stare at tits all day, and no one would even know. Do you agree? Hey, vision. Do you agree? Yes. <laughs> I do. I would agree. Yes. Do you agree? God, I miss that guy. I know. You got blasted, dude. But isn't it dumb that I'm? That's like episode three of the whole thing. Okay, there's all right. There's a perfect, actually, what I was trying to explain on last episode with Jack Black and everybody. He's famous, and that was like a great. I mean, so is Carl Weathers, but you know what I mean. Like, we're going to drop him into like a short role in Star Wars. But he started Mando on a trajectory, and then he kind of finished it off, and he got killed. Like, he actually had a purpose to the story. Dude. He owned that role, and he too. did. He did. He did. Absolutely owned that role. But that's the issue. Okay, you brought in an, uh, an, a well-known actor. You brought in Jack Black. He's a fucking comedian. I know he's an actor, but he's a fucking comedian. Well, he's, I mean, he's a renowned. But he's a comedian. I know. And but Lizzo, it was a straight cameo. It wasn't like a role. Right. Right. If that makes sense. And I want less cameos. I, I want, want more I want roles. No cameos. I want no. I want cameos of Star Wars. Characters. I want caminos. I want caminoans. <laughs> I want cloners. Damn good ones. Cloners. Too. Where's Dexter Jetster, dude? <sighs> dude, we've been to Coruscant four times. I haven't seen Dexter he's Jetster got a, at all. He's got a small chain now. He's a manager. <laughs> he's district manager. Of the... He's franchised his diner, dude. <laughs> he's got like forty locations across the galaxy. He's rich as fuck. Paying taxes to the empire. How do you feel about Carl Weathers? Um, he's a little stiff sometimes, but overall, I like him and I like the character. I I agree. Um, I think he works better than I thought he would. 
I love his character. Maybe that's why what I... I actually liked him more early on. Like when he was handing out the bounty pucks and all that. Yeah. I was like, I actually... It's a school. Fucking school, bro. And maybe that's the whole reason I hate him now. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I, I Magistrate, but he'll fucking blast it. Don't call his fucking High shit at magistrate. school. High magistrate. High magistrate. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some people don't deliver the weird techie sci-fi lines as good. Oh, I said that last week. Christopher Lloyd fit right in, and even though he was saying some weird droid mech fucking techno union bullshit, yeah. he owned it. Sometimes Carl Weathers will drop like the name of a cruiser, and it just seems like eh, he did not say that. But the who am I? Inner. Dancer. It was a school. It was a school. <laughs> Elementary. I don't know. Who am I? Who am I to talk shit? Yeah, I uh, I'm okay with him. Um, I think if he had any more screen time, the less I would like him. Yeah, that's cool. He's had it. he's had a good amount this season, and yeah. it's been to, to that boy. They they've got to that blind, and I was like, all right. He's got the yeah. amount of screen time that Jar Jar should have had. Yeah. It's, it's a school. It's a school now. It's a school! I can't believe he killed pirates. <sighs> I can't believe the pirates were hired by Gideon. I mean, I can now, but I wouldn't have earlier. <laughs> the fuck did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> friends, family. I wish there were more characters. Well, there's a bunch. We just don't really know anything about any of them except for the armor and Paz Vizsla and Bo-Katan. You're absolutely right. There's I like actually, 200 Mandos now. But think what, what I just said there. That's what, That was one of the huge highlights of Andor. That that um, heist, we got a little bit of snippet backstory of every single one. The, the young More kid, than a little. The young kid was writing a fucking manifesto, yeah. and, he, and he bounced his ideas off of Andor. Loved it. Yeah. That one guy, even though he lied, he said, you know, the Empire came and killed my brother. He was a farmer, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, I get the motivation. The other chick that was... was a lie, though. I, I know. That's my point. But we still got something yeah. to go off of. Scummy bastard. We know who he is, even though it changed. Like, if you ask me, that, give me, well, who's your favorite Mando outside of Mando in the armor in Boca Tan? You're like, oh, the, uh, Rogue. The, the, the yellow one. Rogue. Why? The fucking yellow one. Because <laughs> you don't know. One. You have no idea. Yeah. I think we have names for some of the other people that she recruited. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Is, it, is that weird? I feel like there were so many. It is, yeah. It there is were weird. so many characters in Andor. Everywhere you looked, they were they were involved. They had their own story, and you could see where they were going and their, yeah. their own issues. Yeah, it's a sensitive line. Like I, I know what you're saying now. I feel like I know Mon Mothma's husband more as a character. Yeah. Than I know like Paz Vizsla. Dude, I know more. Like he's big guy that fights. I know more about the prisoners. In Ma- yeah. Like, think of Schmeagel. I loved that guy. Uh, yeah, um, Andy Serkis. I forget his character's name. Oh, shit. But so you just, I. like, immediately, like, understood. Right. It's all in a shit situation. Like, it's, yeah. I just, yeah. you just get it. I don't know. I think that I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I am, actually. I should, I should. I I am, so just keep that in mind. Oh, I want more characters, man. I want more people. I want I want 
agree. You know what I do like? What do you want? Is the um, the CGI has been fucking top notch. Especially the ships. The ships. Some, have they made great. some sort of leap after the season two. The beasts have also looked fucking immensely great. Still get, having dreams about Zeb. He looked awesome. Maybe even the setting. So like when they were on the skiff, I was looking around. I'm like, I think they fucking built part of this skiff to to have yeah. this fight on. Yeah. And then there was another scene I was looking around. I was like, my God, this looks so fucking good. Yeah, they really took it somewhere. It makes me excited for Ahsoka and for yeah. Acolyte. The surroundings have been, I, I haven't questioned it once. They, right. uh, the entire time. Yeah. And we've been to a, quite a few different settings, which has been nice. Yeah, even that, that actually was the one of the nice things about episode six, which was mostly disastrous. But that planet was really cool. The whole dome, like the biodome kind of looking thing, and the transport ring around it. Oh, All that yeah, looked yeah. really, really cool. But yeah, that was everything else was like what? Gonga City. Tis a hidden city. All right. Well, it's time to get ready for the season finale of Mandalorian. It's time for the main event. I'll tell you, that's one thing I definitely miss about. Watching the UFC with here and Bruce Buffer just do the announcements. Anyways, Sophie Ninjarin walking on a planet versus Moff Gideon. Who will win? All right, y'all. Thanks for swimming with us. Swim away. We'll catch you after the finale.